Learn how Alina Health is committed to providing you support on your path to better health in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. Women are inundated with media messages, the opinions of friends and family, and the myths that are historically taboo when it comes to women's body and our health are out there so prevalent. We're getting so many mixed messages and diluted information, and this can prevent women from making really informed decisions about their health. My guest today is Dr. Katherine Gerchek. She specializes in obstetrics and gynecology, and she practices at the Alina Health Champlain Clinic and Alina Health Mercy Women's Health Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Gerchek. How can women's health issues get mistaken for fact and myth? How can we sort of sort these out in our own minds? Well, good morning, Melanie. You're right. Women often take um, and mistake myth for fact. In fact, I think it has to do with the fact that women by nature have really strong friendships and relationships with other women in their lives and in their families. And it makes it feel very safe to trust these women's opinions, and it sometimes makes it easy to mistake the myths that they get from these women for fact because of that trust. And women are also very savvy in accessing information. There's a large amount of information out on the Internet, and when women do access this information, it can sometimes be very diluted, sometimes what's fact gets diluted with what may be myth. Well, as women, you know, Dr. Gerchek, we care for everyone else in our lives. And is it true that women, you know, we have to care for all these other people and we may put ourselves second, third, or even fourth when it comes to health care needs? Oh, it's commonly true. I see this with the women in my practice all of the time. Um, we are, as you say, by nature caregivers, and it in our busy lives with our busy schedules gets very difficult to put ourselves first. So it's so important that we, as they say, put on our own masks before we put on the masks of our loved ones, because if we can't take care of ourselves, we're not going to be able to care for those others. So let's dispel some of these myths from facts so that women have really good information and can make informed decisions. Is it safe to dye your hair during pregnancy? Well, this is a common question I get asked at my first OB visits, especially in women pregnant for the first time. And, in fact, it is a myth. There um, is limited evidence about this during pregnancy. However, what does seem to be true, that limited exposure to hair dye or hair products during pregnancy is essentially very safe. There's a limited um, systemic absorption from that dye through the scalp, and this is extremely unlikely to cause any harm or adverse fetal effects. Um, in fact, women should nece- shouldn't necessarily do it daily, but of course, if they are getting their hair dyed or their highlights touched up during pregnancy once or twice, it should be very safe. What about caffeine? Is that cup of coffee in the morning during pregnancy okay to have? Absolutely. In fact, um, it's certainly okay to have a cup or even two of coffee. However, frequently drinking it all day or taking supplements with caffeine in it would be dangerous. We do know that um, there is some evidence to show that high levels of caffeine could be dangerous during pregnancy, leading to um, maybe miscarriage in the first trimester. However, the type of caffeine and the amount of caffeine that gets consumed in a daily cup of coffee or even two is um, about 
you know, less than 200 to 300 milligrams a day, which is safe. So you don't necessarily need to avoid your Starbucks, but you certainly don't necessarily need to add that extra one or two shots of espresso. What about after their period? Are women most fertile for that 14 days after their period? When is, you know, the safest time to have sex if you do not want to get pregnant or the best time to have sex if you do want to get pregnant? It's a really good question and a fact that, in fact, I think women often are a little bit confused. We think of a period cycle being 28 days. And, in fact, for every woman, that length of cycle is a little bit different. The most fertile time for a woman is precisely two weeks before she gets her period. So for a woman who has a longer menstrual cycle, say 35 days, she may be more fertile on day 21 of her cycle, giving that 14 days now till the end of her cycle. And a woman with a shorter cycle would be more fertile earlier in her cycle. I often tell women that if they're trying to predict when or when not to have sex in order to become or avoid pregnancy, that they should take several months of information charting their period. The first day of your cycle is the first day of bleeding, and the last day of your cycle is the last day that you, is the day before the first day you bleed in your next cycle, excuse me. That's great information. Women, I hope you heard what she just said because that is great information. Now, what about eating shellfish and seafood during pregnancy? Is that a no-go or is that fine? Oh, no. Women absolutely should be consuming healthy fish products during pregnancy. Um, It's a great source of protein, iron, zinc, and other crucial nutrients for your baby's growth and development. In fact... The omega-3 fatty acids that are very prevalent in fish are excellent for baby's brain development. So some types of seafood should be avoided in large quantities during pregnancy, but most fish is good during pregnancy. Um, Those that should be avoided are large fish such as predatory fish, Swordfish, king mackerel, and tilefish are commonly fishes that women should avoid during pregnancy. So now what about birth control? Does that cause weight gain necessarily? Melanie, this is an excellent question, and women are very fearful of weight gain. Um, In fact, women, most birth control, in fact, all birth control is safe to take without risking weight gain. Every woman's going to respond a little differently to the birth control she takes. The one that women are most fearful of is actually Depo-Provera. And when you look at the evidence about Depo-Provera, there is a little bit of evidence to say that women who take this medication will have a very small amount of weight gain over the course of a year. Now, that's several pounds, not 30 pounds. And in fact, this is only in a very rare woman. So I would hope women would keep their minds open about Depo-Provera since it is such a reliable and effective form of birth control and the likelihood of weight gain is small. What about intrauterine contraception devices? Can they cause infertility? No. In fact, there is no evidence to say that they promote infertility in the future, and they're an excellent and extremely reliable uh, form of birth control. And so the only thing I would encourage women to do is continue to practice 
safe sex when they have an IUD in place because, of course, it's effective in preventing pregnancy but not in preventing sexually transmitted infections. And when we look at what does cause infertility, potentially sexually transmitted infections can cause that when they are advanced and scar the tubes. If you're trying to get pregnant, is having sex multiple times a day the best way? Well, that's a great question. In fact, it is good to have regular sex around the time that you are trying to conceive. However, multiple times a day can can limit the amount of sperm. Um, it can actually cause sperm counts in in the man to drop a little bit. So, in fact, every other day is the most frequently recommended um, way of getting pregnant. In just the last minute, Dr. Gerchek, speak to women with your best advice about these myths that we're seeing out there and taking care of our own health, being our own best advocate, getting rid of that negative self-talk and being the best health care advocate for ourselves that we can be. Well, I think that women should allow themselves permission to put themselves first and take excellent care of their bodies first knowing and trusting in themselves and that that will help them take better care of those around them and that women should be cautious in what they take for fact and use their extreme smarts and knowledge to find useful information and defer to their doctor for the most factual information that they can when they have questions about myths and facts. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.